2: This.
1: Well good morning, little brother. Is early break with Zip and Jake brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 937 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Once again, if you have any questions for Mike Schaefer, please call or text 402-464-5685. Schaefer, this hour, as always, is sponsored by Trek CBD, 84th and Highway 2, 84th and Andermatt to be exact. Any, uh, any, any kind of kind, kind words for Trek CBD today? Only
3: the kindest words for Trek CBD. I mean, I, I've been, again, sampling some different products. And uh, I, I think I last time told you about the Rum Chata gummy. Yes, you did. Uh, I had that every day. The rum, say again? The, it's a Rum Chata flavored um, 25 milligram gummy that for most people you can probably split in half and be just fine. Uh, I'm not most people, so <laughs> I I rolled with the whole thing. It was it was good. It was fine. It was a nice experience. It was nice and mellow. You know, sometimes I, sometimes it it can get a little uh, a little bit paranoia based. You know, and I don't recommend that to people. But that's usually because I'm I'm overdoing it on the.
2: Deficit. I really like the I like that word rum chata. You ever rum, had rum chata before? No. I can I'll
1: I'll
3: bring you one it's if one you would like most to try. It.
1: Shots out there. Oh, no, is that right? Yeah.
3: You need it on a night like maybe when the it's NBA a sh- gets going, okay. and you can just have a double header night where you're just sitting there watching basketball. That sounds. That might good. be the way to that,
2: do. That, it. Hey, I, that sounds appealing. I look. I mean, to the, change things up a little bit.
3: When I know I'm not going anywhere later in the evening, and I can just I, the two TVs set up. I can put baseball over here and football over there, and
2: with the rump shot.
3: Oh yeah.
1: You ever had cinnamon toast crunch before the cereal? Yes. People view. Yeah, it's, rum shot is like it's like alcohol. It's in that and sort cinnamon of Cinnamon toast, crunch, milk, but yeah, alcohol. Okay. Which is really good. Yeah, that does sound pretty good. I can't believe we've never had rum chata or heard of rum chata. I've before. never heard of it. But as always, Trick CBD. Thank you, products. Shafe. 84th and Highway 2. All right, let's get to the good stuff here. Yes. Uh, again, 464-5685. <laughs> call or text as always. I want to ask a Big Ten West question to you real quick. Sure. Shafer likes some Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota I know they haven't played the you know they've played Michigan State which was an awesome one they haven't played much before that but mm-hmm. they are four and0 and they are good on offense and they are good on defense is it their division to lose
3: it sure feels like it I mean they're they're an old team so you got Tanner Morgan at, at quarterback and you have um, Ibrahim at mm-hmm. running back you have some other veterans kind of sprinkled throughout. They sort of know what the objective is. The schedule sets up great for them. I think we talked about that before we the have, year. We have, yeah. Uh, you get out of that Michigan State game, and then the next kind of test here, they've got Purdue. If they get by Purdue, you've sort of got the Wisconsin, Iowa, Penn State, are the three games left that you're really, you know, everyone else, it feels like they're built to take care of. I mean, yep. this is a this is team outside of <clears throat> Michigan that I think can put up the highest number on Nebraska right now. Yep. I mean, just I the way that they play is the ah. exact opposite of how Nebraska is built and how
2: Nebraska can handle things. Th- this right is, now. you know what, though? This is a, I'd say this is a sneaky big game for Minnesota. Coming well, up- I, I think Purdue is solid. Like, they have two
3: losses that came in the last uh, two minutes of a game um, against Penn State and Syracuse. Yep. Teams that are undefeated, I believe, both of them. Yeah, you're right. Yep, correct. Um, no, both of them so, you know, those aren't. People look at that and like "Eh, two losses, four games, whatever. Uh, Charlie Jones is good. Aiden O'Connell is good. Purdue can go and win this game.
2: Right now, here's why I say that though, because everybody's talking up Minnesota. Sure. Now, if they if they take care of Purdue handily, that tells me they're really for real. I agree totally. I mean.
1: Is, is is O'Connell playing this weekend? He did not play yeah, last week. He didn't week. play. Adel Adel O'Connell did didn't not play last play week in yeah. a close win against FAU. Trying to just get him ready. There's
2: another part of this conversation that's pretty interesting, and it's it's flying under the radar, but a lot of Purdue fans are thinking this is it for Brom, that Louisville could open and he's gone. It's a sort of a that's under,
3: happened. Uh, it happens about every year, actually. But yeah. it's, it's Louisville's a kind of a mess.
2: Yeah, exactly. Braum from Louisville, a Louisville alum. The Purdue fans are operating like this is it. I mean, we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose Jeff Brom. Um, that's part of the conversation. But I'm telling you, this is a big psychological game to me for Minnesota. If they if they are listening to everybody say how good they are, they'll they might take a step back in this game. This in, it's in it's in Minneapolis though, right? Confirm that. Hang yeah, up. please I, do. I they will sh-
3: say this, though, for them. When they've been in this situation, like it was Penn State in 2019, it was Nebraska in 2019, it mm-hmm. was – you know, there's certain games – and PJ Fleck has those guys ready to go. I know. That is he, I agree with you. As much as fans around here don't want to hear it, he is a very good coach. Yes, he is. He's been a very yes, good coach. Is. His track record
1: shows he's a very
2: good I know. coach. I
3: know. And as long as he's at Minnesota, they're going to be a problem. I agree. Uh,
1: it is at Minnesota. Twelve yeah. and a half point favorites are the Gophers. Eleven A. M. kick. You don't
2: if you're a Minnesota fan, you don't want to see them take a step back right now. Because they seem to be that team, mm-hmm. and if they do, it'll be a little confusing, disappointing.
3: Well, right? It has a lot of the feel of twenty nineteen. It does. Where, it sure does. And, But the reverse here, twenty nineteen, they they Beaked escaped South ones, Dakota State. So. They escaped Georgia, uh, Georgia Southern. Southern. Yeah, they did play great against I think Fresno or yep, whoever they beat it Fresno was. Close in And you know, it was sort of a okay. We're getting confidence because we're coming out on top here, so we're doing something right. And then they had that middle portion of the season. They kicked the crap out of Nebraska. They beat up on some other Big Ten West teams. And they really built themselves up for that Penn State game. And then they won it. This version of them seems more dangerous, despite having probably... That team had Antoine Winfield Jr. and he was an eraser. He just made plays constantly. I don't think they have that on defense. I don't know if they do or not. But I think they're better on offense, which is fascinating. Because that team, Tyler Johnson, Rashad Bateman... Uh, I forget who the running back was in 2019. They had Brooks. And they had
2: several. They had three Brooks and yeah. uh, Smith. Did they have a Smith? Rodney, Rodney Smith. Smith. Rodney yeah. Smith. Plus, yeah. Ibrahim was there, right? Yeah. He, yeah. Was, he was a young guy. They had three point. or four running backs. So. So, and, and, no, they're,
1: and, and Chris Ottman-Bell's out for the season. They're top receiver. Oh, I, they're I, not, I, not missing but him. though. He's, but he was gone last yeah. week, and they still they have the right Michigan guy. State. Right.
3: The guy from Texas Tech. Texas A&M, I think. Okay. Anyway,
2: big one. Big one. I think that's an 11 a.m. game. There's some good 11 a.m. games. Well, Michigan, Iowa is 11 a.m.
3: That is not a good
2: game. Well, it's an important game. Sure, it's
3: important, but is it going to be the level of quality football that you want to watch?
2: Mm, I don't know. It's interesting. Iowa
3: has to earn the right to be on the television, I think, at this point. That offense has not earned that right.
2: It would be confusing to me if Iowa wins, I will say that. It throw, conf- throw me into confusion if Iowa wins that game. Would it you, throw you into confusion, Jake?
1: Yes. If Iowa beats Michigan, I will be baffled. Right. Should now Mi- Michigan looked human against Maryland last week. I mean, they only won by seven on their home. Yeah, field. That I, was a surprise. I
2: think that's more commentary on Maryland than Michigan. I think Maryland's pretty good. I mean, well,
1: but Michigan also their schedule
3: man. is pretty light. I mean, it was Hawaii, UConn, really light, someone else, and then Maryland. So they haven't, you know. No, they're they are probably bit. haven't faced a very physical team.
2: No, they're, they're you're watching Michigan and wondering, are they really the f- number four team in the country, number five team, whatever they are, their top five team? Are they? Are they top five? Team? Well, if they're a top five team, they'll go to, into Iowa and take care of this. They should.
1: And, and like you said, Iowa's upset this is not a night game because Kinnick's oh, tough to win at nighttime. Yeah. At, it is. It's, they, Kinnick is, it is a no, – I'm laughing at Iowa being upset yeah. about the game. That's kind. too bad, Iowa. Let's get a quick call from John before the game show. John, you're on early break. Go ahead.
3: Hi, fellas. Hey, I got a question. So, as I was kind of followed uh, Minnesota's and their uh, ascent ascension up to the Big Ten, I'm, I think it's been because of they've improved every year. They've improved the quality of their offensive line. Okay. Uh, the, both the guys they've gotten, they they develop them, and their running backs and running game. Mm-hmm. So. I guess where are they getting these guys? How are they developing them, and why can't
2: we figure that out here? Great question. Great Thanks, question. John. I mean, it isn't just just a recruiting discussion, largely. Yeah.
3: Well, one, I, I think that they have a certain archetype of running back that they they want, and so they do a good job of finding those guys. You know, all over. I mean, sometimes they're in Florida, sometimes they're in the Midwest, whatever. Um, they're a development program, which means they're offensive line and those guys are ready to go behind the ones that have been starters and they lost I mean they lost several starters from that's the thing right
2: yeah so it's development and they went to the portal they use the portal
3: Uh, well they so they do it how I think Nebraska's next coach whoever it is is going to have to do it which is the portal is just to supplement the roster that you're building you have to go and get four and five-year players you have to keep guys on your roster and you know Minnesota's had players transfer so it's not like everything is completely great up there no it's not i don't want to talk about Minnesota
2: like that it's not
3: perfect but the the idea being that you got to build from your high school kids that you're developing and then you're putting in a few portal guys to try to put you over the top well yeah you can't just there was never going to be any success and i don't think this is what scott frost wanted to do but you can't have 14 portal guys every year no that can't that can't be a strategy it's not going to work
2: you know what what it is. A lot of this is a mentality. And they have that. They've built it. That's P.J. Fleck has yeah. built that mentality. I they... mean,
3: we all made fun of year zero, but it was a thing. He he established what he wanted guys to be. He's been consistent throughout. I mean, I'm he gets mocked routinely for his, you know, sort of. Way about him. Yeah. yeah. But way. that culture character. that he's instilled, it's worked for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it works everywhere, but it's worked for them up there. Mm-hmm.
1: And he's comfortable. He's happy, and they're they're playing good football. Where, where does that not work at? Like, does it work at Nebraska? His culture? Like, uh, where is, where is it too phony for people? at?
3: I don't know. I, it would be tough for me. In I think it works at Minnesota's kind of a background college in a big city. Um, That's an interesting I don't, dynamic. I don't know that it would work at a place like Texas, or you know, okay. where it's just like
2: blue blood. Yeah,
3: I don't know that it would work there. I mean, his name came up for the Tennessee job, and that didn't feel like that uh, would. I don't I think him. he'd
2: work at, like, Florida or – I don't know. I think it's, it's good. It's interesting. Now, I will tell you this. I remember when they hired him, when Minnesota hired him, and I looked at the com- a lot of the comments message board and under the stories in the Minneapolis Star Tribune, and a lot of people didn't like it. They didn't like his act. Mm-hmm. They didn't like it. So I don't – I don't know. I, I thought there was discussions for,
1: with Oregon for him at one point. i have never heard I of I
3: think that, that uh, when they hired um, Cristobal. Cristobal. But they wanted Matt Rule, who turned him down outright, to go to yeah, Baylor. Yeah, he did. Because he, he basically could choose between Baylor and Oregon, and he chose Baylor.
2: You're, I think you, Mike's exactly right on something. Fleck at a blue blood doesn't – like Fleck at LSU just doesn't – it doesn't equate in my mind. The brass is a blue blood. I know it doesn't. I don't think, think it, it would. Here? I, I don't think it would work here either. I There's don't. Two. I don't. One, I think that he talks
3: so much that it opens itself up for – commentary on that continually um and then two i just i i think they sort of build themselves with the chip of no one cares about us up here like i, I think they, okay. they play into that he kind That's of works for when yeah. you he works like that when you are at a program where there's a sellout every single game and you have this sort of support i don't know that you can get to that messaging or that sort of motivational mentality like, no, there's, there's other ways to, to do it, and maybe he changes his spots a little bit if he goes somewhere else, mm-hmm. and there is this sort of bigger spotlight on it.
2: I but don't know if he'd work at Penn State. I don't think he'd work at Michigan. I just can't see it. The, it doesn't, the vision doesn't I think match. the
3: job he wanted was Notre Dame. Didn't get it. It wasn't seem, on the list. Doesn't seem. I can't see him at Notre Dame. No. no,
2: no. Why? Why, though? I, it
1: doesn't fit the brand. I don't see it. Right. The brand doesn't I, fit. I think your description of P.J. Fleck you know, being kind of lost in a big city but an underappreciated, you know, always the underdog. Minnesota is always an underdog. They always will be an underdog. Mm-hmm. Even right now at 4-0, oh, they're an underdog. Like compared to Ohio State, you know, they're not a giant. Mm-hmm. So let's play the game. show. give us a call right now at 464 four, five, 5 your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. Sip is 0-3 oh on the week, Schaefer.
2: A lot of overtime problems, oh Schaefer. 3 That's all right. A lot so of we overtime problems.
3: We'll to clean it
1: up. Get off the, you know, Won't even talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah. Or the bagel <laughs> in the a bag, if certain, you
2: will. A certain shirt that could be worn. <laughs> Do not yell. Uh, okay, that so tonight phrase. we got
1: Dolphins Bengals on Thursday night football. I've got the vest on support. So how about Throwback Thursday? Dolphins Bengals career leaders. I mean, kind of a throwback. Career leaders wait, wait in the franchise. Second.
2: Wait a second. It's kind of throwback. Bengals Dolphins career leaders. Yeah,
1: in different categories. Oh my! It's kind of throwback. Okay. Four six four five six eight five. Shut up. Simple starts right now. We've all been there. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. All right, 464-5685. 4, 4, Call the Dick Down Sip and Trivia. How do you feel today about Dolphins and Bengals career leaders? I feel oddly confident about this.
2: Schaefer, how do you feel?
3: I don't feel confident at all. Oh, come on.
1: But I don't know what categories
3: he's going to ask about. You don't. I don't. That's the best I mean, part.
2: You're an NFL fan. Yeah, but, like,
3: if he's like, okay, who's the interception leader for the Bengals all time? <laughs> That's too hard. <laughs> I'm not doing that. So you know what I mean? Oh like God. these are all gettable. I'm saying <laughs> you asked a, about Steve Burline last week.
1: Right. You did. did. There's
3: not even a real player. <laughs> That's like a computer-generated quarterback <laughs> hey, on Madden are Year all 2044.
1: Four gettable okay. answers, I believe. Okay, Alex, how do you he feel? Believes. Alex, how, how do, do you feel question about question. Bengals, Dolphins career leaders? Uh, I don't feel too bad at all. All it's right, pretty Let's good. Get to it, uh, Shaper right. Lifeline for SIP for one question, as always. Alex, first question goes to you. Who has the most? Rushing million. yards in Dolphins history with six thousand seven hundred and thirty-seven yards. Uh, uh Dan Moreno? Rush rushing yards. Rushing. rushing yards.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you guys very well. I'm sorry. Uh, leading the Dolphins rushers. That yes. what you said? Yes. I have. I, I have no idea. Uh,
2: Ricky Williams.
0: Ricky
1: Williams. <laughs> It's not correct.
2: Right, Schaefer, I mean, I'm, I'm tempted. Yeah,
3: look, it's your – What do you think? Your, I don't have a name. Ricky Williams is the closest one that I could have come up with, and that was wrong. I mean, I, you if you've got thing? something, go for it. Take this one.
2: Tell me it's uh, – I'm passing, but tell me it's not Zonka.
1: It was Larry Zonka. Oh, I thought you were going to get that for sure. Oh. I'm surprised it didn't Well, it was Mercury Morris or Zonka. He was like th- – you can barely Ricky, hear Ricky him. Second. It's like
0: not coming through very well. That's the thing.
1: Okay. Can you hear us, Alex? We can hear you perfectly.
0: Yeah, you're very Okay, familiar.
1: yeah. Sorry, yeah. All right. Okay. Sip's question here. Uh, Schaefer's still play. Zero zero tie. What quarterback, Sip, has the most passing touchdowns in Bengals history with 204?
2: Kenny Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Alex,
1: did you hear Bengals the question?
0: Quarterback leading in touchdown passes. Do you
1: want that question, Alex, or you want to pass? Uh, no. No. You got to guess, Schaefer? Boomer. No. Andy Dalton, number one. <laughs> See? Uh, Anderson was number two. Where? And Boomer was three. Oh, so, damn it. All right. Uh, for the lead... 0-0, uh, zero, zero, going into yeah, the third. Yeah, last, last question for Alex. What receiver has the most receiving yards in Bengals history with 10,783 yards, Alex?
0: Uh, Chad Ochoacinco.
1: <laughs> that is correct. Just ahead of A.J. Green, just behind him. So good job, Alex. Chad You're a
2: really Johnson. good career. He yeah. did.
1: All right, you need this one, and Schaefer's in place. So okay, you all right, Schaefer, come on.
2: 1-0. we got to get to overtime.
1: Who has the most career tackles in Miami Dolphins history with 1,035 tackles in his 11 seasons with the franchise?
2: I think I know that. Do you know it?
3: I have a, I have a guess. Are we allowed to confer? Does he happen That's to funny.
2: be from Texas Tech?
1: think so yeah
3: yeah
2: go ahead Zach Thomas yes
1: Zach Thomas oh, is yeah. correct better than Brian Urlacher yeah. Zach Thomas he is and he should be a hall of fame he was a right. Texas
2: Tech player correct That's correct six-round right. pick right. out of We're Texas Tech
1: all good right job. this goes to Alex and Sip you'll go over oh, under oh, Alex's sh- number yeah this is big all right Alex this this Dan Marino big. this is big had 420 passing touchdowns in his 17 NFL seasons how many interceptions did he have in his career Again, 420 touchdowns. How many picks in his career, Alex, this is this to you?
0: Uh, 175.
2: Okay. 175 is the guess. I'm going under. I'm, I feel very confident in saying under. You've Fewer than.
3: I don't agree, but I'm curious oh. to see where this goes. Do I,
2: do I can I, can I? Uh, it's, we already no, used no, it. no,
3: no. It's, it's, I, it's fewer got to go his. 252. My <laughs> well, guess is
1: 263 picks.
3: is what I had in my
1: head. That's a lot of picks. Not as many as touchdowns, of course. 252 is the number. So, Alex, an- another three straight overtime losses I'm for Sip. Right Overtime's now. killing me right we'll now. We'll get you bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road, Alex. Hey, no big deal. Suck it, Sip. Suck it. Not shut up, but suck oh, it. Oh, no. Wow, that was
2: rude. This is this is really this is rough. Uh, three overtime losses. I'm rattled. I'm rattled. Yeah, I, oh, he, said, he, said, he said suck it, Sip. He said suck it.
3: I feel bad that you didn't go with Larry Zonka, but I would he not have guessed Zonka. that at all that felt like it was specifically designed that you were the only one that was gonna get it.
1: Alright. Well AD and Raph were out today. So if you want to hang out for five more minutes, Schaefer. I'm in. Alright, yeah. spill Thank over you, with some more Coolio to send it to break. R.I.P. Coolio, next early break of the ticket.
2: like a punk. You know that's unheard You better watch how you're talking and where
0: you're walking. are you and your homies might be lying and talk.